hi guys welcome to the unveil the bible project and as you know we are still on the topic of the beast and we'll probably wrap it up today so let's do a quick recap we started off from discussing the whole goal of this entire series then we went to the book of revelations for me to explain how you know um, understanding the book works how to interpret the book then we went to the beginning in the book of genesis to see how this whole thing about the beast came about then we run through the entire scriptures and now we are back to the book of the revelation of jesus christ and since you've been following throughout you'd probably now by now be able to interpret the book so this is going to be much easier for you if you haven't then i think you need to watch the beginning part of the series so let us go okay so this is what we are going to do now we are going to discuss and wrap it up on the four beasts so daniel spoke about the four beasts you see that in um, daniel 7 and then the previous episode we tackled both daniel 7 and daniel 2 and he spoke about the lion the beast that looked like it had a lion's body a human head and all that and that one referred to the kingdom of babylon then the second one was like a bear it had three ribs in its mouth and i explained the three ribs the countries i think lydia egypt and then um, babylon so it had three ribs in its mouth and then we looked at that and the third one sorry the bear referred to the kingdom of persia medo persia then the third one we spoke about the beast that looked like a leopard or leopard and it had four wings of a bird now the one the first beast that looked like it had a lion body and then a human head and all that had two wings which indicated that it was really fast and i explained all that in the previous episode but this one had four wings which means it's the expansion of his kingdom was way quicker than the babylonian empire and it said that the beast also had four heads four heads and we explained that that was the kingdom of greece it was so fast because later on centuries centuries later or thousands of years later i don't know centuries but alexander the great came up so yeah probably just a few years after um, the Medo-Persian rule alexander the great came about and conquered you know finished his whole conquest in about 10 years that was super impressive Ex- huge expansion huge kingdom but then he died soon afterwards and his kingdom was like divided into four which was headed by his four generals so hence the beast having what four heads then so that was the third beast then the fourth beast was a very dreadful terrible beast that was extremely strong it had iron teeth and even in daniel 2 it was also referred to the iron part of the statue that um the dream that nebuchadnezzar had and you know if you just followed or listened to the earlier episode you just understand all that so it crumpled sorry it crashed and trampled on the other beast it was completely different it was powerful and it even had 10 horns and then after the 10 it had another small horn that was just 
making boasts and all that. And I explained that the horns are extensions of a beast. And by now we should know what a beast is. So a beast is a kingdom. A kingdom ruled by man, which is obviously influenced by the dark forces. That's the devil. And so, yeah, if once it's not ruled by someone that is completely influenced by God, serving as God's image, God, God's image bearers or bearer, then it is not, um, that's what we call, sorry, a beast kingdom. Okay, and if you follow the previous episodes, you'd be able to, you'd understand it by now. So, please, if you haven't, please do that. Okay, so these were the four beasts. And we talk, we talked about the succession of kingdoms and how in the end, there will be a final kingdom where the Lord God, the ancients of days would stand in and, you know, hold a whole trial judgment, judge the other kingdoms led by men and the devil, and then establish his kingdom. So all the other kingdoms will be, you know, taken away, they'll be crushed. And then the final everlasting kingdom will stand and that is what we call the kingdom of god so that was the entire vision that daniel had the same dream that nebuchadnezzar had that daniel interpreted the exact same thing and now the apostle john is now having series of visions which is written down in the book of what the revelation and it's actually called the book of the revelation of jesus christ so the book of revelations so there you know that they are visions and visions are what we call signs so you have to understand a huge part of scripture to be able to you know interpret different kinds of signs like um, the candlestick was a church you know the sea refers to people you know all this kind of stuff and now you already know from the book of daniel that beast refers to kingdoms so when you now see beast in the book of revelation you immediately know what it means it's a kingdom or you know as at now we don't have kingdoms as it were before so you could say organization but some that some kind of rule of man that is not fully influenced by god okay so that's it so that is what a beast is so let's move to revelation chapter 13 and then let's do something quick here so I'm reading the book of Revelation chapter 13 verse 1. And it says here, And the dragon stood at the sand of the seashore. So if you read verse 12, you know the whole battle with the dragon looking for the man-child, you know. And this is something we might go into when we say we are going to like tackle the book of Revelation on its own. But then the, it was explained in the previous chapter, that's Revelation 12, that the dragon represented the devil. And obviously, we should know who the man-child is, the child. You know, if you follow the series in the book, when I went to the beginning, I spoke of the prophecy after the first, you know, the beast came to, the, we call him the serpent, that was the smartest or the most subtle of all the beasts, you know, tricked mankind into losing their hold as the image of God and losing their power over the earth and then you know usurping the whole thing so here this dragon represents that and then in the prophecy god also gave words after god was you know done you know punishing and all that he also gave a prophecy of hope that there is going to be 
backwards a child that is going to be born of a woman and that child is going to crush the head of that beast the serpent so if you understand that immediately when you get to revelation chapter 12 and you see oh it's not about a man and a woman just a woman and a child you just remember genesis chapter you know i think genesis chapter 3 and then you remember the prophecy is like oh okay so that is what he's talking about you know so that's how you interpret the book of revelation just it's 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 quite amazing so let's you know get on with it so verse 1 says and the dragon stood on the sand of the seashore then i saw a beast coming up out of the sea having ten horns and seven heads and on his horns were ten crowns and on his heads were blasphemous names so commentary here there's a beast and this beast is coming out from the sea remember what the sea is the sea is just multitudes of people so this beast that is rising up is obviously made up of people and it has seven heads which means seven different authorities and seven different powers ten crowns or ten horns extensions of you know the beast i also said it could be an organization a king a ruler you know someone very powerful anyway let's move on verse two and the beast that i saw was like a leopard whoa immediately you remember leopard leopard or leopard or however some people call it leopard some people call it leopard but where did it come from daniel 7 that was the grecian kingdom the kingdom of greece okay so the beast was like a leopard or leopard his feet were like those of a bear bear whoa that's medopersia his mouth was like a mouth of a lion lion that was babylon and the dragon that is the devil gave this beast or these kingdoms his power and his throne and great authority you see so the beast had horns the horns were obviously when you hear horns that means the roman empire and its extensions you see in um i think the leopard or the leopard had heads four heads so it's not something that you should struggle with so this particular beast that came out from the sea the multitude of people this is john seeing the vision from another perspective as compared to what daniel saw so daniel saw the beast individually but john after you know because daniel was in i think during the persian or the um no not that time he was during the babylonian kingdom reign okay so he saw them individually different different kingdoms but john had already passed through that timeline okay so he was actually in the roman kingdom so he was in that of the fourth beast so in his time of revelation he saw everything as one one beast daniel saw them as separate so it's the same thing there's a bear there's a leopard there's a lion it has horns heads you know that these are the four beasts we just spoke about okay so that was it so let me just continue verse 3 says i saw one of the heads as if it has been wounded or fatally wounded and its fatal wound was healed and the whole earth was amazed and followed after the beast they worshipped the dragon satan because he gave his authority to the beast and they worshipped the beast saying who is like the beast who is able to wage war with him and the mouth was given to this beast speaking arrogant words blasphemies and authority to act for some number of months 42 months was given to him 
and he opened his mouth in blasphemies against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle, that is, those who dwell in heaven. Verse 7 says, It was also given to him to make war with the saints. So you see, so these beasts, though they are of people, they are influenced by the devil. And you should already know that from the right from the very beginning, it said that this seed that is going to be from this woman, you know, is going to be battling the seed also from the serpent. So this is not a battle. The true image of God, that is, you know, the true image of God that the uh, Adam or humans, the new humans, are now battling the seed of what the serpents, as people that are now influenced by the devil and who have formed what these kingdoms or you know yeah powerful organizations of rule okay so obviously this beast will be attacking the saints of god because this is a battle of two kingdoms who is going to win okay so it says here in verse 7 it was also given to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them you know and authority was given to him over every tribe people language and nation and that is true these kingdoms actually had authority over a lot you know they ruled even rule i i i think previous episode we even discussed how israel was connected to all these how israel was connected to all these great kingdoms you know once in a while you see them pass through here influenced by egypt influenced by assyria influenced by babylon by medopersia you know they were inside they were part of these huge empires that rose up okay and yes they suffered greatly also under these kingdoms so it's going to extend also towards the christians now i'm jumping down to verse 11 which says and i saw another beast so there was the first beast now this is the second beast he said i saw another beast coming up out of the earth and this beast had two horns like a lamp and he spoke as a dragon he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence he makes the earth and those who live on the earth worship the first beast you see whose fatal wound was healed and this same second beast performs signs so that you know they say even makes fire come down out of the sky to the earth and it deceives the people who lives on the earth who lived on the earth because of these signs you see and so let's pause here for a while but you can see that the first beast like i said is a kingdom or right now an organization of rule or power now we have the second beast then this second beast is said to have come from the earth the first beast was from the sea and the second beast is from the earth the second beast is from the earth now you could see here that this second beast is like the first beast you know it says here that it has all the authority of the first beast but it also looked like a lamp it had two horns like a lamp but he spoke as a dragon so this beast is something more like an organization okay it looks something like an organization it looks friendly outwardly harmless outwardly they are not exercising straight up authority on people it's not like their government that is just ruling people but it looks like some friendly organization but they have a lot of power and they've been ruling or changing the course of the nations 
behind the scenes. So this is something you should look at. I'm not going to go into all that, but just giving you a heads up on something you can, you know, apply your studies to. So this beast is more like this kind of organizations that look harmless. They look like they look like the lamp. You see, very harmless, probably well beloved. You could hear they've been able to deceive a lot of people, but they had the authority of a dragon and they exercised the entire authority of the first beast. And their goal is to deceive people to get them to worship the first beast whose goal is what? Obviously to be worship or to worship the dragon. So that is it. So think of an organ, uh, sorry, think of an organization or organizations that do this. And it's not something I'm going to touch on. Just giving you a heads up here. So let's move on to, I think, let's say verse 15. And it says, and it was given to him, that is the second beast, to give breath to the image of the first beast, so that the image of the beast would even speak and cause all who do not worship the image of the beast, that's all these are the first beast, to be killed. Okay? Then he caused all the small, the great, the rich, the poor, the free, and the slaves to be given a mark on their right hands and on their foreheads. So it says here that it was given to this second beast to give the breath to the image of the beast. Now when you hear the word image, first thing that comes to mind is what we discussed earlier. The image of God. Who are the image of God? Humans. Okay? And now God has his image. The Bible calls Christ the image of God. Man lost the um, man lost that you know that standing as God's image bearer when they were tricked by the beast and tried to usurp authority. You see, so man lost that, and it was through Christ that that image was restored. So anyone who believes in Christ now becomes a new creature, the new man. The Bible calls it the second man or the second Adam. You see it, the last Adam or the second man, the true, you know, humans that God created to exercise his rule upon the earth. Okay, all these were done in the previous episodes. So just go back if you haven't listened to them. But that was the image. And now this beast is also another kingdom, you know, kingdoms is another kingdom that is also forming its image. So people that act in the ways of those kingdoms okay so there was a bread given another way that you can also look at image is also um it has different words in greek and usually they also mean what a stamp okay when you move to the greek word there's a stamp and you know that is also what it looks like so it gives a breath the bible says here that it was given to him to give breath to the image of the beast the image of the beast. An image could also mean a stamp. Like in the story where there was this coin and I think they were asking for taxes and the disciples came to see Jesus about that. And then Jesus, you know, Jesus asked them that what is on this coin? And it says here that um, they saw what? Caesar. Okay. And then they said, okay, let me read it. I think it's in Luke chapter 20 verse 22. They asked him, is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Then Jesus detected their trickery. So it was these Pharisees that came to trick him. 
and said to them, Show me a denarius. And he said, Show me a denarius whose likeness, that word is also there, also means icon, image, and whose inscription, sorry, so let me go back. He said, Show me a denarius. So when they brought the denarius, then he asked them, Whose likeness and inscription does it have? That what is the image that has been stamped on that denarius? They said, Oh, or carved on the denarius. They said, It is Caesar's. Then he said to them, Then give unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and give unto God the things that are God's. You see it. So every coin, like the denarius or the denarii, has an image or an icon that monetizes that metal. And usually, they reflect the image of the ruler of the nation during which time that coin was what was minted. You can see that in also dollars and all that, like different kinds of currencies. Usually, the, the rulers, the presidents or prime ministers, whatever, but the rulers during of which era or during which era the coin or currency was created or minted. So that is what we call also what we call an image. Okay, so it reflects the beast or it reflects that ruler, of which case this is what we call, or of which case this is that of the beast. And it says here that breath was given to it. That breath could also mean what spirit, because spirit is also the same word numa that also reflects on this thing with the image. Okay, and this is very important because so far we've spoken about. God having his own image bearers of Jesus being the image of God. And now these people are trying to imitate Jesus. They have a beast and they are trying to create what the image of the beast. And then it look, you go down and it says that these people have been given a mark. And these marks are on their right hands and on their foreheads. And verse 17 says, And he decrees that no one will be able to buy or to sell except the one who has the mark. Either, and what is the mark? He said, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. That is the mark. Then he says here in 18, here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. For the number is that of man and his number is 666. Now, I'm not going to go so much into that because for now, you already understand who the beast is. And we now spoke about the image of the beast. And it also now says that this image or he set up an image. And I said, we use the image of the beast in terms of also what, you know, coins. Okay. And he says that um, so that the image of the beast would even speak and cause all those who do not worship that same beast to be killed. Okay, then we go down and say so these people were also given mark. So if you are worshipping the beast, you'll be given a mark. And I told you what the beast is. So even in our day, in our time, we are under a rule. So if that rule is not of God, then it is a form or an extension of a beast. So there are these organizations of tremendous power over nations. And yeah, that's basically it. So the the world systems that we have today you can call it also the beast because that is this whole unified kind of kingdom thing or rule that we are in and 
this beast has its image you can also put that in terms of currencies and all that but that is not exactly what i'm talking about i'm just putting your mind there but there's something he said here about the mark and most of the times when we come to the book of revelations this thing about the mark is one of the most popular topics and i don't want to delve into it but let's just touch on it just a little bit not anything deep so there was a mark that was on their right hands and in the foreheads and he says that you cannot buy or sell except you have the mark and when you go to the scriptures this is quite amazing because this mark that is used here is also called in there's another greek word that also refers to it and it is called we call it a seal in so many um translations we call it a seal so a seal and a mark are basically the same thing so they have a mark you know those who worship the beast have a mark but those who worship god also have a mark we call it a seal so in second corinthians chapter 1 verse 21 it says now he who establishes us with you in christ and anointed us the one who did that is god who also sealed us and gave us the spirit in our hearts as a pledge are you seeing that down there even in the book of revelation chapter 9 verse 4 you see there it said they were told not to hurt the grass of the earth nor any green thing nor any tree but the only men who do not have the seal of god on their foreheads when you come here it says what there's a mark on their right hand and their forehead and then earlier on in revelation chapter 9 there is also a seal or a mark of god so god has also marked people and the dragon has also marked people so the dragon people are marked and they call it the mark of the beast but god has his own mark which we call here the seal of god and in the book of corinthians paul explained what that mark is he said here that who has i'm going back to read corinthians chapter 1 verse sorry second corinthians chapter 1 verse 21 the phrase said here who also sealed us and gave us the spirit who sealed us and gave us what the spirit very very important when you go to ephesians chapter 1 verse verse 13 it says in him you also after listening to the message of truth the gospel of your salvation having also believed you were sealed you were marked in him with the holy spirit of promise so when you become born again and you receive the holy spirit immediately you've been placed a mark but this mark is the mark of god then the beast you know like i said the place the kingdom or a place of rule okay they also have their way of life the ways of this world and when you succumb or you conform to the ways of this world you are also there's also the people who are fully conformed to the ways of this world are also marked so god marks his people the dragon marks his people and that's it so basically it says here that um, let me go back to read verse 17 which says that this mark is either the name of the beast or the number of his name you see there either the name of the beast or the number of his name and when you go to the book of revelation you see something like that you see something like that let me try to get a scripture for you let me try to get a scripture for you because it says here 
in the i think the early part of the book of um, revelation the bible said something about jesus it said when um i, I can't find it now it says um jesus had a reward okay he had a reward for um the people who um did awesome things you know he was talking about the different churches and one of the churches one of these churches he told them that they are going to receive his name they are going to receive his name okay and we also have the name of jesus don't we shouldn't forget that we have the name of jesus so the name of jesus the seal of the holy spirit when you come to that in the book of revelation we also have what or the ways of the world we also have what the mark of the beast so it shouldn't be something too strange god has his people then the dragon has his people the people of the world and the people of the kingdom of god but in the end just as daniel had prophesied just as so many places even the book of revelation prophesies the same thing is about the succession of kingdoms right now kingdoms are coming after kingdoms and now we are in a form it's still a kingdom but not like before where the ways of the world has become one kind of globalized unified kind of kingdom with set patterns and set you know structure in ways that they govern the world okay but these are not controlled or sorry i'll say influenced completely by god okay so that is the beast that we are connected to now and the people that follow or that conform to the ways of the world are what they have the mark of the beast or they are saved with the number of his name or the name of the beast so the name of the country the name of whatever but that is it it's it's not something that is physical that you see with your eyes okay i told you there are signs but god also has his own marked people that's where what sealed with the holy spirit and then giving the name of jesus christ very very important so in the end what happens these kingdoms would rule as we are seeing now they are ruling 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 but there will be a time and that time had started it started with jesus proclaiming the kingdom of god telling them that all these kingdoms will come to an end and the kingdom of God will be the one to finally stand. So you see it in the book of Revelation chapter 13 that says, and the kingdoms of this world have now become the kingdom of God and of his Christ. So all these things about beasts are about the rule of man influenced by the devil and then the rule of God through Christ influenced by what his spirit this rule of man have set up beast kingdoms and then god has set up the kingdom of god these people who are now conformed to the ways of the world or the beast kingdoms are marked you see then that of the people who are conformed to the ways of god and the kingdom of god are also marked but they are called sealed so they are sealed with the holy spirit and these people are sealed with the image of the beast because in verse 15 it said that and it was given to him to give breath that word is also spirit to the image of the beast so they are sealed with that 
and even i think there, there's a scripture that even calls and the spirit of disobedience or the power of the prince of the air so it's that is that seal and then we in the kingdom also have our seal and that is it so basically you understand what is going on i don't want to go further into that probably we might have a series where we touch on the book of revelations from chapter to chapter but until then i think this is something you should explore on your own you now understand what the beast is all about and that is very important from here you can stand on this foundation and reach up to the stars so we are putting an end to this series i hope you loved it and probably the next time we'll touch on another series but until then i will meet you again so take care one kingdom is going to stand tall you need to decide which one you're going to be part of and i will see you the next time bye